Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. 2019 is here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hold on with my claws for dear life to that stupid song. What, um, well, happy new year. Happy 2019. We did it. Uh, we haven't done it technically yet yeah, as you're we're right. recording this. We I'm manifesting. Like a whole month, it seems. I'm vision boarding audio. audio, what, audio do you, what do you think is in the future for us in 2019? Um, so much travel that we're going to want to punch each other in the face every day. Every day we're going to be tired of each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't wait, Em. I can't wait to look at your face and want to vomit. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm already there, but with Hey! <laughs> and um, what else? I think... Um, I think eventually in 2019, at some point we should arrange a trip where after we have had a break, maybe before we like, if there's ever a time where we have a break, mm-hmm. we should then find time to actually go travel together and Just like, 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 like a no fun, work, like a fun trip. How fun would that be? Way fun. No work. Like no yeah. manifesting it right now. Okay. Also manifesting by the end of 2019, we'll have like a TV deal in the works. Oh, you know what else I want? That's a good one. Yeah. Let's put another vision plate. Yeah. Does anyone know about the vision plate? I don't know if we ever told about this. No, but also we, st- we never totally finished it. I don't think, did we? Well, actually I mean, we no. both signed it. We signed oh, you it. mean we didn't check off everything on the list? Yeah, so it's re- we have the vision plate in front of us. Okay, but it's basically a disposable plate that M wrote because we couldn't find an actual poster board, so M wrote a vision. I wrote it on a Dixie plate. Yeah, a Dixie plate. So it says, live show, check. The fact that when 2018 started, we hadn't <laughs> done a live show, and it wasn't even in the works. Live show, check. A celebrity knows us. This was February of 2018, and actually you wrote... What I wrote? Oh, you wrote February 2017 to February 2018, forgetting that we were already at February 2018. Oh, so yeah. You really I hadn't changed the date yet. You were in the wrong, <laughs> wrong year. Well, February 18, live show check. Celebrities know us. I mean, we've got Lisa uh-huh. at the very least. Le- we've always got Lisa. Also, you've been tagged in an Instagram post with Amy Schumer. Oh, and Josh Peck. And, and I. Josh, Josh Peck. Peck told me to have a... Um, He's like... He said he, he subscribed to our podcast, by the way. And he wished me a great honeymoon. So I feel like that's something. I know oh, nobody. and Lisa talked about our show on his podcast. Oh, very cool. So that's good. Um, also, M can quit. That happened. That definitely happened. Although we should have been more specific. M can quit their job, not this podcast. Right, right. <laughs> quit my please pre- don't quit. Previous job. <laughs> uh, TV deal. Okay, so that's gonna have to. That's gonna have right, to travel for, over to 2019. Forward that rollover. Um, be on a billboard. We've been on the Wilshire. Oh. Not the Wilshire. Wilbur. Wilbur. Don't ruin it. Wilshire Boulevard is is a, is a street in L.A. We've Whoops. been on the uh, big digital billboard outside the Wilbur yes. in Boston. Yep. A couple people have sent us pics, which is so cool, including Blaze's brother's girlfriend, who said she ran across in like 19 degree weather, ran across traffic to get a photo for us. So that was cute. Very cool. And full-time career. Damn. Wow. We almost fucking nailed it. What else do we need? Uh, TV. <laughs> okay. TV show. Well, we're behind on that. Well. It's okay. We have other 2019. Things. We have a lot going on right now. That'll be top of the list of 2019. I love it. Okay, so what else? So this year we have, hopefully let's just roll over the TV deal situation. Yeah. Although we were on a YouTube TV show. That was cool. 
we had a deal that we would meet somewhere and record a YouTube show one time each. So that yeah. was cool. The Brett, uh, technically yes, happy half hour. Yes, for Brett Ehrlich. Um, and then, uh, oh, I know what I wanted. Want to manifest? I'd what? love to manifest an international show, not Canada, but like a overseas. Oh, rude. I want to manifest. No, we already I, have that. I mean, I want to manifest more Canada. Well, shows. sure, but that's attainable. I want to manifest like Australia, UK, like overseas. I, I want to manifest a sleepover in a haunted house with you oh fuck yeah oh yeah let's manifest like an investigation that would be cool yeah i mean okay we can tie this into that trip we want to make i want to manifest a meeting zach baggins no (laughs) you know how poorly that's gonna go right he would absolutely turn around and walk away i'm gonna cause a scene and a half um i'm not one to cause scenes but (laughs) wow it would be rough for everyone i want to manifest at least one snuggle fest with geo you can make it work i know you can i know you can make it happen also now that my new place is doggy friendly that's true there's no reason to not bring you baby should G manifest a, a baby g visit Wee! okay all right all right so thank you guys for listening to the first listeners episode of 2019 hooray only 11 more of these after this <laughs> and we will be in 2020 and we will have a tv show and meet zach be best friends with zach baggins yes you got it great so um until then here is the first story of 2019. This one is called Another Government Agency Furby Story and a Ghost. <laughs> what is it with all the government Furbies? I'm By so Rachel. fucking amped. Also, Thank you, Rachel. I think we got a tweet. Um, I don't know if you saw it. No. but So we there was a previous story in a listener's episode where we talked about how someone's uncle worked at, um, was like a CIA agent or worked for the FBI or something. And Did he you called say the FBI. FBI. Sorry, I'm just the Furby Patrol investigator. You got it. And um, he, in the story, he apparently called everyone he knew, oh, yeah. was like, "Get rid of every Furby," and right. then just hung up the phone. And so we got a tweet from someone who said, "I can confirm that I am like married to a cop, or my cop's a brother, and he also called us." No way. And said, "Make sure you throw out every Furby." Well, I hope that's not this story because then we're really spoiling it. Whoops. All right. Wait, can I add one thing, too, before mm-hmm. we start Rachel's story, is we got an update from the last listener story as well. I don't know if you saw this about the Rudolph. Remember the note, the bright red light? Yeah. The nose. And, and she was like, oh, and she had to pee. And we were like, well, did she have to pee? Because I was like, did she have to pee afterwards? <laughs> she said, I can confirm that her pants were back up. Remember? <gasps> yeah. Well, we knew that already. I know. But, okay. I'm just trying uh, <laughs> to give everyone. It's so, been a month. <laughs> in the story, yeah, she... Uh, her pants she was on the she had to pee and then she saw this rudolph she didn't remember what happened and then um next thing she knew she was still on the toilet her pants were back up and i said well did she ever pee or like what happened right. and she said after that when she woke up she didn't have to pee oh so no. something happened in between there and then she no longer had to use the bathroom extra creepy extra creepy mm-hmm. all right moving on to rachel's story okay it starts in all caps with y'all that's when you know it's good i'm currently listening to the december listeners episode oh we just talked about that oh weird as soon as i heard about furbies at government intelligence agencies i knew i had to share my experience my dad worked for an intelligence agency and when furbies became popular he came home one day and told us that someone in his office brought in a furby and it was confiscated because it started repeating top secret information what as far as i know it is still in that building probably in a vault somewhere 
Holy crap. I never wanted a Furby because they are the spawn of Satan, but my dad banned them from the house in case he talked in his sleep and it overheard something it wasn't supposed to know. That's when you know you're a legit agent where you're like, I don't even trust my own subconscious like, self. I don't even trust myself. Wow. Now for my fucking terrifying and super sad ghost story. Oh boy. Oh, well that took a turn. My That was a sharp left turn. My brother has always been sensitive to the supernatural, and while he never talks about them now, he had a few terrifying experiences when he was a kid, and here's one of them. Uh, the year was 1996, and we were living in Sandy, Utah. Um, yes, I grew up in Mormon, insert Book of Mormon musical quote here. <laughs> um, yes, I grew up Mormon. My brother was 10, and I was 7, and we were playing inside our split-entry house. I... Ran downstairs and he was following me, but he stopped at the top of the stairs to the bottom floor. Um, as soon as I got to the bottom of the stairs, he started screaming. I turned around and he was pointing at the corner next to me and I ke and kept screaming. My mom came running to see what was wrong and he collapsed on the floor and st on the floor and started full body sobbing. Oh my god! When my mom asked what happened, he said there was a girl covered in blood standing at the bottom of the stairs. Holy shit! She said there was an accident and she can't find her parents. <gasps> my mom assumed it was something he was doing to mess with me and told him to go to his room. Not five minutes later, we heard tons of sirens outside, and all went out to see what happened. We could see a big intersection from our deck, and we saw at least five ambulances. A medical evac helicopter and a horrible accident. Oh, my God. Turns out a Mormon singing family got in an accident <gasps> and three of their kids died at the scene, including a 10-year-old girl. When my brother saw this, saw the picture of the girl in the paper the next morning, he said, that's her. That's the girl I saw yesterday. We had never even seen this family and didn't know anything about them until that day. After that, my brother wouldn't go to the bottom of the floor for at least a month and still won't talk about that day. And trust me, I've asked. I still wonder if that little girl found her way, and it makes me sad to think of how scared she must have been. Anyway, now I'll make it awkward to end. Give babies G and J lots of love from me and my emotional support cat, Ruth Bader... G oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm still like... I know. We'll get there. Hang on. I'm reeling. Give babies G and J lots of love from me and, and my emotional support, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> Y'all get me through some really rough times and bad thoughts, and I can't thank you enough for the laughs and gasps. I am for sure team wine, but still love a good milkshake, too, from Rachel. Okay, let's 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 break this down. I haven't breathed in two and a half minutes. So apparently this little girl could astral project in her last seconds of life. Or no, the accident. Or it was a ghost. She could have wandered. Oh, she could have. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. as a spirit or yeah. some shit? I don't know. I see. My thought was that she might still be alive, and in her last seconds, like somehow, like well, she was bloodied. Mm, you're right. Or I don't know. I I just I'm so over. I'm so like that really took threw me for a loop. Wow, that one was dark. Saying I can't find my parents, and then there was a freaking accident down the road. I'm very blown away by that story. And I agree. I really, really, really hope that she was able to move on. And yes. Wow. That's sad. Thank you. Kind of Rachel. Wow. That was a, what, what a way to start 2019. Also like the brother, that's so traumatizing. I know that's so, and you can't even explain it away later. Like there's yeah. no way to cope with like closure on that. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I saw this now and this is how I get to, this is my memory for the day. 
and there's no for my life right right and there's no way to like closure you can't be like oh well the girl found her family like you have no fucking clue it's just right hanging there in your subconscious for the rest of time right great well i hope he uh is able to see a therapist because wow that's rough yeah wow okay well right that took a turn i saw the furby stub subject and thought we were in for a barrel of laughs a barrel (laughs) nope (laughs) you were wrong i wonder you know how my favorite murder does um i don't know if you've listened to it in recent months but like they started doing their mini-sodes where they say, like, and now send, we also want to hear things in walls, and we also want to hear, like, creepy neighbors or way your parents almost killed you. I feel like ours is just paranormal true crime and uh, Furby government You're right. conspiracy just, stories. Just the children of CIA troops uh, reach out to us. No, but just Furbies. Just, oh, right. Because yeah. they've only been Furbies. Just the Furby <laughs> Patrol Agency. <laughs> Investigators. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The FPI fpi so wow okay that was a roller coaster yes it was this is a story sent in to us from kate hi kate hello i'm christine eva sweet baby babu and little juniper my name is kate and i don't think i've binged a podcast as quickly as yours safe to say you've become my favorite like milkshakes wine paranormal and true crime and a puppy uh yes please i'm team all of those things oh yay so are we The most terrifying, unexplainable experience of my life could go either paranormal or true crime, but unfortunately, I don't have the answer and never will. Why are these people doing these unsolved things to us? I don't like it. (sighs) Still gives me chills and makes my heart race thinking about it. Feel free to use my name. Long but... Okay, too late. We already did. (laughs) Sorry, Kate. (laughs) Long but worth it. Here we go. I live in Denver, and my best friend rented a cabin Airbnb for the weekend about two hours away in a town called Leadville. There were four of us, her, her boyfriend, another friend of ours, and myself. They all drove up Friday night. I followed Saturday morning because I had to work late Friday. I get there around noon and we head into town to do some touristy type things in the mountain town. We're out for the day and head back to the cabin around 7. The cabin's very nice, as most Airbnbs are. Well decorated and furnished, three floors including a loft, five bedrooms, and a basement converted into a separate apartment. It was a few miles up a dirt road with gates you have to get out of the car to open and close. There were a couple other houses around, but still in the middle of nowhere with very limited cell service. Set up horror movie. We get back, make dinner, watch a movie, a scary one because of course. No, don't do this to yourself. <laughs> you gotta go watch Up or some shit if you're Aww, in a scary place I love like that. Up. Oh, me too. And I go downstairs to the separate apartment to go to bed because I'm exhausted. Of course, you're sleeping in the separate apartment. Right. I fall asleep watching a movie and I'm awoken by an extreme... I'm awakened or awoke. I'm awakened, I think. And I'm awakened by an extremely loud bang and my roommate screaming her head off. Fucking hell. I'm sorry. Nothing good is about to happen. Nope. I grab my phone and it's right around midnight. I send her a Facebook message. (laughs) (laughs) You good, Holmes? (laughs) Lock the door and send a quick emoji. (laughs) Holy shit. Let me send her a quick Snapchat. Let me just text her a question mark and see what's going on. Oh my god. My bitmoji will ask what's, what's up. Right, right, right. Holy crap. Okay, I send her a Facebook message because it's quieted down and figure something had fallen and scared her. No bullshit. I call bullshit, Kate. Right, right, right. You literally thought there was a murderer. I don't blame you. Right. And you were like, hey, I'm going to, like, stay down here. Tell me you're alive. (laughs) Um, I'm just going to stay far away. But I can hear her and her boyfriend talking, okay, through a vent in the floor. And next thing she says makes my blood run cold. I didn't fucking touch that. Someone is in here. What? I hear them walk towards the stairs to me and knock on the door. Hey, Kate, you decent? 
I'd be like, open the fucking door, Kate. Let Ugh. me in. We need to check your doors and windows. <laughs> I'm all like, what the fuck is happening? She says, I don't even want to tell you because you won't want to stay here. Well, that's a good oh, sign. Oh, no. Uh, Kind of already don't. So she goes upstairs and I look to her boyfriend. He says, so when you first got here besides the front door, did you see an antique pickaxe hanging on the wall? What? I hadn't, but they had. Well, we just found it next to our bed. <gasps> okay. Wow. Apparently, they were going to bed and saw it propped up against the wall with the metal part up top. I'll attach a photo, but this is a very large tool and could easily be used as a weapon. They both denied moving it upstairs, so he carried it downstairs to see if there were two of them, possibly. And then they saw it was missing from the wall. <gasps> he dropped it. At this point, I have all my shit packed and I'm ready to bolt. I've seen a lot of horror movies, listened to too much true crime, and I know better. Good girl. We're all talking in the living room together. They are trying to convince me to stay. I'm trying to get them to leave. They okay. I would be like, I don't even have time to tell them to leave. I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to come See with ya. me, homie. Bye. <laughs> I was convinced someone had been in the house while we were out for the day. Finally, I ask her boyfriend to follow me in his car down the dirt road to the main street. And my roommate says, I don't want to be here alone. What if they come back while you guys are gone? And I just say that this is exactly the reason to leave right now. Whether someone is fucking with us as a joke or if it's meant to be malicious, this whole situation is fucked up. So can we pause for a second? So the fucking pickaxe had been downstairs. They all watched a scary movie, went to bed. And when they went upstairs to bed, the fucking pickaxe had been moved into their bedroom next to their bed. I literally would have left all of my items. The only things I would have had are my car keys and my fucking phone. And the Zillow app would have been fucking downloaded before I even hit the car. The what app? The Zillow app. I would have been looking for brand new apartments. Oh, oh, oh. Like the Airbnb app. I, You're not like rent, like uh, purchasing a new home. Oh, I, I, no, I would get the fuck out of there uh, that day. The Zillow, you know what the Zillow app is, right? To rent apartments. Oh, yeah. Well, they're on vacation. They're at an Airbnb. Oh, fuck. They're at an Airbnb. <laughs> I thought this was their ap apartment no, apartment. No, 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 I was like, I'm not living there no, ever they're again. in a cabin on a trip. So Still there's terrible. literally less reason to stay than, like, there's no reason. Oh, you're right. You don't even have They're on vacation. Yeah. Well, yes. The worst vacation. <laughs> but right. Yes. But they don't, it's not like, oh, all my stuff's here. It's like, I just have a duffel bag. Like, go. Yeah. Don't stay there. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Which is even scarier because it's not their home. So, like, who knows who has a key? Who knows who can get in? Or who had been hiding since the beginning. Uh-huh. Oh, fuck off with that. No, thank you. Exactly. Okay. I don't think I even would have screamed. I would have been like, okay? Yeah. Bye. Bye. See you later. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. We need to. Uh, da -da -da. It's all fucked up. We need to leave. And I realize I'm right. And they realize I'm right and give in. It's about 1230 now and we still need to clean the place up and whatnot. No, you don't. <laughs> leave, 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 leave. Finally, we all walk out together a little after 1 a.m. These people are people I know very well. There is no reason for me to think one of us did it, especially after they all agreed we needed to leave. Remember, it was a two-hour drive back to our house in Denver. The house was paid for the whole weekend, and we had a whole day planned the next day. We were all super freaked out, but thankfully out of the house and heading home. Jump to the next morning after we get up and are moving around. My roommate says, so I found something else. When they had gotten there Friday night, all of them had seen the axe on the wall and made a comment on how odd of a decoration it was. Mm -hmm. They went to bed upstairs, got up the next morning, and before they went out for a walk, my friend had taken a bunch of photos to post online of the cabin. One in which you could see where the axe would have been hanging. It was already gone. <gasps> so this means whatever had moved it had done so while they were in the house sleeping. Mmm... And where it gets weirder, she had her dog with her, and if someone had come into their room while they were sleeping... 
he would have had a fit and woken them up, meaning either someone had been moving around in the night or they had just hidden somewhere in the house while we were there. Oh, no. Basically, we have all decided that someone squats in the house when no one is there and got caught by surprise when they showed up and grabbed the axe for either protection or as a weapon. We had only opened the door to the kids' room twice. It is completely possible someone was hiding in there. Oh, no. Regardless of what we think or what it could be, something moved a very large heavy weapon in this cabin in the middle of nowhere. No fucking thanks. This is why I'll never go to a cabin in the woods again. Way too the hills have eyes for me. Thanks for reading. Hope you enjoyed it. Keep being amazing in what you guys do. Cannot wait to see you guys here in April. If you have time, check out the Molly Brown House, Cheeseman Park, and the Stanley Hotel in Colorado. Thanks. Bye, Kate. And here's a picture of the axe. It oh, was hanging shit. there, and then it was not hanging there. That's like a three and a half foot axe. It's not like a little thing. Jesus. Okay. Well, I like how their like their theory is like, oh yeah, a squatter was doing it for protection, not like oh someone could have been murdered. Absolutely. Like, at least it's the most like calming of all theories instead of like oh yeah. someone intentionally Airbnbs this. It's like truly what people were afraid of when Airbnb started. Of like totally. someone that's a murderer could just totally. literally have you come into their home. How do you trust the stranger? Jesus. That's horrifying. <sighs> oh my goodness. Okay. This is from Shania. Okay. I'm pretty sure I was possessed and I blame my mom and devil worshiping masks. Wait, I'm pretty sure what? I'm pretty sure I was possessed and I blame my mom and devil worshiping masks. <laughs> okay. Just want to make sure I got that whole thing. Okay, good. So Shania says, hey guys, and especially hello to Gio. My name is Shania. Yes, I'm named after Shania Twain. I was literally going to say like Shania up. Twain. I bet she gets that every time. I love that. It's like every time Celine says her name, people are like, like Celine Dion. And she's like, no, not really. But well, apparently this one's actually named after Shania. Twain. I love it. I do too. I Shania Twain's one of my favorite singers, but she says she doesn't like country music. So never mind. Oops. Um, I've recently discovered your podcast just this month, and I've been binge listening to the whole to all of the old episodes while I study for my finals. AKA I'm not studying at all. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I I absolutely love all of the paranormal stories, and I figured I might as well share some of the stories that I've experienced. This all starts with my mom. When she was a teen, she started practicing witchcraft. She would regularly use a Ouija board to contact spirits and demons, and she would get paid to read people's future. So many weird and unexplainable things happened to her, but that's another story for another time. Anyway, she met my dad and eventually got pregnant with me, only she didn't know until she was three months along. Yikes. So much for telling people's futures. Um, <laughs> <laughs> during this time, she was still regularly practicing witchcraft, and she was considering selling her soul to the devil. What? What? I'm sorry. I didn't know. I thought we were on like a light path of witchcraft, yeah, not like, a dark path of witchcraft. Yeah, that turned sharply. Yeah. As someone who like one of my parents practices witchcraft, I ex did not expect devil worship to come into no, this. No, that's, that's actually. That's not how I associate yeah. it. Okay. Good to know. During this time, she was still regularly practicing witchcraft and was considering selling herself to the devil. How do you weigh the pros and cons of that? Like, <laughs> like literally what? I'm just considering it. It's like, it's maybe, maybe something that my, I'll vision board it and see what happens. Oh my God. But thankfully, after my parents found out I was on the way, she changed her mind. Shania, and I, you saved her. You did. And my dad convinced her to stop practicing witchcraft. Can you imagine Blaze being like, Christina, like, <laughs> I love you. It's just that, like, I'd rather your soul not be part of the eternal underworld but also thank god your mom like like a kid wasn't gonna stop her you know because like if you're someone who practices like like dark witchcraft i would imagine like selling a baby to the devil is like just as oh, tempting, I see. you know i see it did sound like, like a was... two for one deal 
Right. Uh, you don't have to even sell yourself. Sell your firstborn. Exactly. It's already here. And I hear your firstborn is like the most precious thing you can sell. Right. And I hear that her name is awesome. I hear that it also represents country music. Uh-huh. Um, my mom believes that... Maybe the devil is like, mm, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> even the, the devil is like, mm, should I explain? Uh, I don't think so. Over it. My mom believes that... Uh, by her being in contact with demons while pregnant, she opened doors for me to be a target. Oh, God damn it. Hashtag thanks, mom. Um, so fast forward to 10 years ago. My mom has had four kids now, one of which is my little sister, Faith. Like Faith Hill? I wonder. Um, or like, okay, I saw, sorry, God. <laughs> I know I did Yeah, some... that's ironic to practice dark witchcraft and uh-huh. then have a child named Faith. Uh-huh. <laughs> At the age of three, Faith started having an imaginary friend, but we all believed this was actually a ghost or a demon. Great. I, those are going to be my fucking kids being like, mm, imaginary friend? Nah, dude, that's a demon. Nah, I know better. Faith would ask my parents if Stacy, the friend's name, could spend the night. Anytime Stacy spent the night, my sister's toys would go off and would go off in the middle of the night, and in the mornings, um, every drawer and cabinet in the house would be open. <gasps> Yikes! Faith and I also shared a room, and our closet door would open up on its own. Fucking hell! Faith also regularly has night terrors, and my dad even saw Stacy, and he describes her as a little girl that eerily looks exactly like my other sister. Oh, no. Anyways, one day I got fed up with this Stacy and I yelled at my sister that she wasn't real. Immediately, my sister lost it and started screaming and crying. She said, don't say that. You don't know what you've done. Now she's going to hurt you. (gasps) (gasps) No. Yikes. So obviously I was scared shitless. Can I hire? Okay. Instead of like an au pair nanny, I'm just going to hire a priest. Oh, yeah. To live in my house. Probably for the best between the two of us. I'm just going to hire one to be on call at all times. I had a really hard time falling asleep that night. Stacy had been around for a few years at this time, so I wouldn't sleep in the dark. Good call. I don't. I didn't use a nightlight, so I would always leave my TV on. That way there would be background noise as well. I don't remember falling asleep, but I must have because I vividly remember waking up and seeing... Oh, the most fucking millennial thing I've ever heard in my life. I vividly remember waking up in the middle of the night to see the intro of the George Lopez show oh, on TV. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what show could it have been? Most iconic. Um... I tried to, I feel like in the demonic world, like here we say like, oh, 3am is like the witching hour, but like in hell, it's like, oh, when George Lopez <laughs> plays, that's our cue. I bet you that's when they play it. That's our entrance cue. <laughs> um, I, oh, where are we? George Lopez. Let's look for his name. There it is. Um, <laughs> George Lopez. <laughs> I wonder if he knows that like everyone knows him as the witching hour intro. Like, I mean, nobody does until we just said it. Didn't we just? And then everyone that? remembers that one night where they like woke up to like the oh. George Lopez intro oh, yeah. being way too loud, being like mute. Where's the mute button? <laughs> They're all jumping on trampolines. Oh my god! Um, I tried to sit up, but I quickly realized I could not move. Oh, oh it just got dark. Can you imagine sleep paralysis to George <laughs> Lopez? No, no, this is trauma. <laughs> This is, this is so bad. Oh, my. I immediately... Okay, remember how we had a Furby thing? Now it's sleep process to George Lopez. These are the two categories that we will accept There is stories. no in-between. No fucking in-between. Almost instantly, I felt the presence of someone standing right next to my bed. Fuck me. It was George Lopez. It was George Lopez, the little girl at the end of my bed. Um, I tried to move my head to see, but it was no use. I then heard a little girl laugh. Good night. Goodbye forever. The laugh grew louder until it sounded like she was right up in my ear. Oh, God. The little girl then whispered in my ear, you can't see me. (gasps) All you have to do is turn your head, but you can't. You'll never see me. M. (laughs) M. (laughs) 
I'm so mad that Blaze works till 2 a.m. tonight because I am literally not going to sleep. <laughs> as soon as she said the last word, my body shot up and I hit my nose into my knee because I'd been pushing so hard to get up. <gasps> oh my god. I thought maybe it could have been a dream, but I looked at the TV and sure enough, George was still on. I told... So you're like consciously aware of... Oh, fucking hell. This is terrible. I told my parents about this and my dad, a man who isn't one to be scared of ghosts, got so freaked out that he ended up calling a priest. Thanks, dad. Thanks, priest and dad. To come and inspect the house. Turns out that my dad had unknowingly brought home devil-worshipping masks from when he was deployed in Somalia. Oh, Oh my God. Oh, my goodness. So thanks, dad. So we've got a thanks, mommy, and thanks, dad. We sold the masks and Stacy disappeared. Now, fast forward to this year. They sold them. (laughs) Don't give them to somebody else you don't have to tell profit. anyone where they came from <laughs> just get rid of them why are you, i guess like what are you gonna do you can't burn it that might like do something that, that's ritually. true that's very true <clears throat> um now fast forward to this year i now know that what i experienced was sleep paralysis i'm not sure if i really experienced a ghost or a demon talking to me or if my consciousness made it all up but i was so terrified it like at that point it doesn't even matter that's yeah ter- it's like terrifying. it happened enough for you it happened in your reality that's terrifying that being said i've lately been experiencing sleep paralysis regularly oh my god no every single time i see a dark shadow in the shape of an abnormally tall man move to the end of my bed hot man sometimes shadow man sometimes i'm able to move my mouth and speak to him and sometimes i can't even blink the first time i it happened i yelled who the fuck are you and how'd you get in here you need to leave and he walked out of the room the next few times, I didn't say anything and tried to wake myself up. This happened three more times until I moved out of home. Until I moved out, out of my home. Now I live in an apartment with my boyfriend. We have a huge walk-in closet in our room. Ugh, woof. Mm. I, we have one now, too, and I fucking hate Mm-mm. that thing. And I check our closet literally every night. Yeah. With a flashlight. We have a huge walk-in closet in our room, and something about it feels off. Anyways, oh. one morning, I woke up to my job, my dog jumping on the bed. I quickly fell back asleep, but... Not without noticing that the closet door had been opened a sliver. I figured out, I figured my boyfriend had just forgotten to close it all the way before leaving for work and went back to sleep. I'm not sure how much time had passed, but I soon woke up and sure enough, I was experiencing, experiencing sleep paralysis again. I couldn't move my head, but I heard the creaking of my closet door open. Oh, fuck. My dog shot up and froze, staring at the door. I quickly closed my eyes and kept thinking, it's okay, it's okay, this is just a dream, it's okay. I then felt a presence staring at me at at the side of my bed. I opened my eyes and saw a dark figure standing over me. At this point, I felt like screaming and crying, but I couldn't make a sound, so I closed my eyes as soon as I could and continued repeating, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. My dog started barking and I opened my eyes only to see the dark figure fall onto me. (gasps) I immediately had a splitting headache. I mean, like, worst pain in the world type of headache. My whole body was shaking so fast, it was like my limbs were vibrating. My vision was completely blurry and everything looked as if it was swirling into each other. This lasted for about three seconds and then I shot up out of bed gasping for air because I couldn't breathe. To this day, I don't know what happened to me. I've only told my mom about it and she believes that dark figure could have been me. What? Huh? I've only told my mom about it and she believes that dark figure could have been me. Oh my. Oh, like seeing, I don't know. I'm not even going to guess. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if she's right. Maybe I was astral projecting and my spirit animal was entering back into my body. Oh, so like it could have been right. Her re-entering her spiritual self. Maybe it was a hallucination caused by sleep paralysis. Maybe I was possessed or maybe I was just having a seizure. Who knows? The ironic thing is I work in a haunted house and I play a possessed girl for my character. So maybe this will just help with my method acting. Method acting? 
acting. Anyways, I'm really sorry for this being so unbelievably, unbelievably long, but to make up for it, I'm going to attach some pictures of my super cute doggos. Thanks for being awesome and reading all this mess. I love your podcast and can't wait to procrastinate even more by listening. Love, Shania. Holy crap. And she's got three cute puppy dogs. I cannot handle this. And the, I don't like that one fucking bit. All of that was thing bananas. With the, well, the crazy thing, too, when you're sleep process and your dog is freaking out. And yeah, it's like, that's, that's just confirms that's it. That's not. I mean, when you can hear a dog barking or like George Lopez playing, like, <laughs> you know, real time is happening <laughs> around George you. Lopez playing. Jesus Christ. That's horrifying. Ugh, okay. Okay. This is from Katrina. Hi, Katrina. Oh, my God. This subject line. Tell me. Apparently, I'm my own grandmother. Uh, thoughts not su- surprisingly not the first time i've heard that i'm my own grandmother thoughts question mark hi eva and christine uh, hi eva exclamation point and christine period oh and m period okay <laughs> and allison period and blaze and geo oh and blaze period and geo exclamation point and juniper exclamation point Aww, great so we gotta clarify so who she's excited to talk to right i hear it okay so this is from Okay, Kit is what she goes by. All right, I think I've got everyone covered. Hi, you guys. I just wanted to send you a quick email about A, how much I adore you guys, and B, my fun reincarnation story. I found out I love reincarnation stories. I found out about you guys via my darling friend, Josh, who told me you guys were basically BuzzFeed Unsolved with more wine and screaming. Oh! (laughs) I'm sorry. One day, if we we write our own reviews one day, can we make sure to throw theirs in there and just say, like, from josh if we write our own reviews i don't know if we ever like decide that we're gonna like pick reviews to like put oh, on a poster testimonials yeah. yeah 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 that's hilarious i've lasted through every single episode you guys have put out ever since thanksgiving weekend when i was driving home from a lovely but exhausting time with my family both of you have such an awesome sense of humor and i've literally woken up laughing when i fall asleep listening to and that's what you drink just wanted to say that you're both adorable and christine congrats on your honeymoon thank you All right, on to my story. So my grandma Celeste is an absolute legend in our family. She was a wild child, 50s feminist who got married like five times and famously stole Elvis Presley's ring. Woohoo! She was immediately caught by a security guard who made her give it back. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, I've never known her since she died the same year I was born, but my sister, who's 13 years older than me, says that we're practically twins. Apparently, from the time I was little, I would exhibit traits that my grand had. One of the freakier stories is when my mom first met my grandmother, she and my dad walked into her kitchen where she was jamming out to Elvis Presley's You're the Devil in Disguise, which, Ooh, hold on. Foreshadowing. That's my favorite Elvis Presley song. Did oh. I ever tell you about that? No. That's my favorite all time. Like when I was a kid, I used to listen to that over and over and over again. Sorry. Side note. Yeah, it is foreshadowing. When she, I mean, I don't know. I hope that this is not about the devil. I don't think it is. <laughs> when she saw my parents caught her she turned around to my and to my mom's face said i don't like you oh all right my flash forward 15 to 20 years and my mom walks in on me around four years old dancing to the same song on a commercial knowing all the words despite my mom positive i never heard that song before apparently she scared me when she called out to me because i jumped and said i don't like you mom (laughs) oh okay Good to know. (laughs) So the mom does not get a break in this story. Not at all. Other stories include me talking about feminism with my dad and telling him I would never lower myself to the level of a man. Mm. Something Gran would apparently say anytime anyone asked her about gender equality. My sister finding an old picture of my grandma, significant because Gran hated getting her picture taken, just like me. 
going to show me and seeing me sitting in the exact same position as she was in that picture, and my aunt giving me Gran's big, beautiful reproduction of Vincent Van Gogh's sunflowers because when I was little, apparently I threw a massive fit when I saw it in her house. I tried pulling it off the wall, only to bonk myself in the head like a moron. (laughs) When she asked me what possibly possessed... Ha, get it? Because I'm a ghost grandma. (laughs) When she asked me what possibly possessed me to do that, I got very red in the face and told her it was my painting. Mm. Most of these stories are fun, but I've got a sad one, too. My grandma sadly outlived my grandpa Glenn, her fifth husband, and according to my dad, the person she was happiest with, who used to call Gran his soulmate. The first time he held me, I was about two weeks old, and he apparently started sobbing once I was placed in his arms. Which was really weird because Glenn was a world weary vet and not world weary vet and not prone to emotional outburst of any kind, even with his own kids. He used to tell my dad that he should have named me after my grandma since we had the same energy about us, and he liked to spoil me rotten. He sadly died when I was three years old, so I don't remember him, but I've still got the teddy bear he gave me when I was born, sitting on my shelf next to my bed. Its name is Mr. Glenn, Aww. and it always gives me a good feeling when I hold it. Anyway, that was quite a ramble. I wanted to share the story ever since Christine did an episode on reincarnation stories. I hope you both are doing wonderful, and I can't wait to meet you when you come to Seattle in February. Love with all my heart, Kit. Very nice. Wow. Well, I remember, because I said, like, oh, surprisingly, that doesn't, like, not the first time I've heard that, because my youngest cousin is supposedly my grandpa reincarnated. Mm. And then I... I have uh, a couple friends that I met in college, and they think that they they and their mom switch roles every life. Yeah. So, like, even though they're the kid right now, they'll be the mom in the next life and That's stuff the like one, that. like, when I shared that, when I did the reincarnation story, all the kids being like, remember when I was the mommy? Yeah. Like, yeah. so wild. That was still my favorite. I fucking love covering that. Super cool. <sighs> it's just, I'm so fascinated by that endlessly. So, yeah. Also, we accept reincarnation stories. Yeah. <laughs> We really accept anything. And Furby. No, we don't, M. Only from FBI Furby stories. What's and the other one? George Lopez. <laughs> George Lopez. What if we find out that that's a thing? I think George it Lopez is. causes I mean, maybe sleep paralysis. When the devil appears, George Lopez plays. He, that's what I always say. That's what, that's what, <laughs> that's what grandma always told me. <laughs> Um, this one's from Lily. It's called Haunted Plant. <laughs> okay. So. We also accept stories of haunted houseplants. <laughs> Hi, Christine and Em, and of course, Geo. Oh, keeping it original with just the three. Love it. I'm catching up on your podcast, and. Oh, that's why. Yep. And <laughs> I'm just into 2018. Oh, there it is. Oh, I thought it was 20, episode 20, never mind. 2018. 2018, so hopefully the story's okay. Yeah, so she's just starting in, like this january's stories oh that that eva yeah no eva yet no eva yet no juniper juniper no i think we got juniper and eva right around the same time yep nope juniper was july oh okay wait no you're right i feel like when we met eva we had to keep juniper in the other room and we were like on the ground like on our stomachs like playing with the cat maybe yeah i don't know you're probably right eva let us know um, Eva, we hope you wrote that down <laughs> 10 months ago when we yelled at you. Um, I'm catching up on your podcast. Yeah. And just got to 22. Okay. So this is a weird one. Buckle up. I have a hard time believing stories, so I will not be offended if you decide this is too crazy. Well, apparently Eva thought this was just fine. Apparently this person doesn't know us well enough to know that we She's believe. She's just into 2018. She doesn't know yet. whatever the fuck you tell us. <laughs> I really can't talk to anyone I know or they'll tell me I'm just dreaming. 
Recently, I kind of pulled an M. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that can mean many things. That after, really could go anyway. <laughs> after graduating, I moved to Kentucky with only a year-long fellowship, no real plans or money, and no close friends or family. I mean, we all did that. Yeah. On top of that, I moved to one of the last dry, really it is, oh, I moved to one of the last dry, really it's called moist, but I'm trying to avoid the word, county in the U.S., so like no alcohol. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, we used, because I went to school on a dry campus, but obviously everyone drinks, and so we just called it a damp campus. Love it. Yeah, that's a, a better word. A dampus? Yeah, that was me, obviously. Yeah, no I, saw the head. I saw the head tilt. Um, obviously no one else obviously called it. No one else I called like it how self-aware you are though I know I know my strengths <laughs> and my weaknesses you know the limit <laughs> so about after a month of working alone no roommate and no bars to escape to still team milkshake I decided to take up the hobby of growing plants herbs etc meaning marijuana no <laughs> well could be could be who knows um I had gathered a lot of plants and I wanted one of those tropical plants a mass cane plant okay I was so excited, but when I got to Lowe's, most of them had bad leaves or were clearly dying. It wasn't until I had to move them all to uncover a perfect mass cane plant. Thinking someone was trying to keep this plant for themselves, I decided I was still going to take it. <laughs> Again, not, okay. not much going on in my life. That is pulling an M, I think. That is. Like being <laughs> like, oh, finders keepers. It's mine. Um, I, I take it home, pot it in a plant, and keep it near the foot of my bed. That is when weird things started to happen in the middle of the night. It's probably the ghost of whoever the fuck you stole that plant from. Uh, probably. In the middle of the night, it would almost be as if someone was yelling right in front of my ear. Huh? Wake up, bitch. Get up. Wake up. Holy shit. That's what my alarm clock says. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> uh, the yelling would continue until I fully woke up, like got up and turned on a plant. Turned on a plant? I think she meant to say light. <laughs> turned on a plant it does is she okay is she just drowning in plants i think she's just pulling another m where she's just like having like mad mad lib disease mad lib disease i think what happened is she's bought so many plants that her she's so invested in her whole plant story she just is changing well i think her existence is just now she's just becoming a plant she's a plant okay uh one night i woke up to the yelling like but also let's let's rewind real back real quick she so she's waking up and someone is screaming, wake up, bitch, long enough for until she's fully like awake and walking around. Like standing. That's like, horrifying. So like she has to like, first of all, I don't know how you turn on a plant, but it takes that long for the yelling to stop. <laughs> they would and that st- seems like quite a task. I think so. You probably have to be pretty fucking awake for that. One night I woke up to the yelling and saw someone standing at the end of oh, my bed no. and then walked over to the mass cane plant, knelt down and folded, folded into themselves. What? I'm sorry. Okay, I reread that, and I did read it correctly. Okay. One night, I woke up into the yelling and saw someone standing at the end of my bed. Then they walked over to the masking plant, knelt down, and folded themselves into it and uh. faded into the plant. What? After seeing this woman, I decided to move the plant. Not move your body to another apartment? Not move the, the entire <laughs> building into ashes on the ground? Okay. I moved the plant to the living room. At this point, I was asking my long-distance boyfriend to fall asleep on the phone with me to see if he ever heard the screaming, but he never mentioned it. After a couple days, I convinced myself I was just being silly with the plant, but it started back up again. I also took up the hobby of knitting. I know you don't have to say... Oh, you don't have to say anything. Huh? Like, she wrote, like, I also took up knitting, but you don't have to say that. I mean, I cross-stitch, don't worry, I don't judge. 
When I would be knitting or reading on the ground, in front of my vision, it looked as if people would walk by. Oh, like when she's looking right. down in her peripherals, right. it looked like someone was walking around. Okay. This is the time to mention that the one-bedroom apartment I lived in was a renovated garage. So I would know right away if someone was in my apartment. I would constantly see people walking by me, though. Ugh. A couple of weeks later, um, late at night, it sounded as if someone was walking around my apartment building, dragging a shovel or some metal object behind them. I called my mom, and she said, it is just a branch. <laughs> I like how your mom threw the phone was like, oh, that's a branch. And you believed her. <laughs> uh, it's all those fucking plants you have. Those <laughs> branches. Are just... You brought the branches in that's here, right. man. That's right. I know my mom was being level-headed, so I just stayed up all night in terror instead of contesting oh, this. Oh, no. Uh, the next morning, I went outside and saw nothing that could have been dragging around and even asked my upstairs neighbor, and he said he heard it too. The last straw for me was when I would be talking to my boyfriend on the phone there. Uh, there would be a third voice. Oh. It would come over, especially if I was talking about moving, and it would say, get out or leave. Oh, no. I asked my boyfriend if he heard it, and he would say no. Ooh, so it's just like whispering she in her ear. She could hear it. So a week later, I moved and left the plant in the apartment. I offered my haunted plant to my friend, and she said, no thanks, and I do <laughs> I not blame her. I offered my haunted plant to my friend. Thanks for reading this long-ass email, hoping to see you on your tour when you're in Florida. Don't go grabbing other people's hidden plants, Lily. Don't oh. go grabbing other people's plants. She graduated from uh, from tech this year. What tech? Virginia, Virginia tech. tech. Oh, yeah. my God. Good for her. Wow. Anyway, thank you, Lily. Wowza. Get Wowza. it, Lily. Oh, like a plant. Mm -hmm. Maybe she should plant lilies. Maybe she should not touch a plant ever again. It sounds oh, like right, yes, it doesn't end well for her. Wowza, that is... I do love that it's like the plant that she consciously stole from... Right, right. I mean, It's who almost knows? like a karma ghost. It is, and it almost is like... I mean, honestly, who knows if it even was stolen. She just said maybe that's what someone was hiding. Right. There. But like, maybe her own subconscious was like, mm-mm, you're doing bad things. <laughs> Okay, who's that from? Oh, Lily. Yes, thank you, Lily. Okay. <laughs> Do you want a Sour Patch Kid? No, I'm good, thank you. I had a bunch already. Okay. Okay, this story is from Valerie. Hi, Valerie. It's called Haunted Night in Vegas. Ooh, Christine's bachelorette party. That's right, haunted indeed. Mm. Hey, I'm Christine, Eva, Sweet Baby G, and Juniper. My name is Valerie, and I'm finally caught up to the present on the podcast, and it has been so cool hearing about your lives and how much can go right in just two years. Wow. We agree. A lot can go right. It's We're surprised how much can go right. Yeah, a trillion percent luck. I hope this gives... It's not... <laughs> I don't think it's luck. I don't think it's luck. No. You think it's luck? No. No. Okay. I don't want to be negative. You're so negative. Okay. Uh, in just two years. It gives me a lot of hope for the next two years for my own career. That's it's nice. not just luck. It's if you put the right hard work and energy into the world, I think, Valerie, you'll be good. Don't worry. Uh, let's crack into it. I went to Las Vegas in mid-October of this year, and it was a wild ride. The first four days are a story for a different podcast, LOL. No, I want to know. Why would you not just tell us now? I was staying at the Luxor. Parentheses, the big pyramid. Thank you. Oh, thank you. With two friends, Sarah and James, and it was our last night there. I woke up at exactly 3 a.m., of course, and immediately felt like there was someone else in the hotel room besides my two friends. I was in a bed with Sarah and heard her breathing really heavily, and it felt like something was moving around a lot. My first thought was for some reason, oh my god, this is great. 
My first thought for some reason was that she had brought back the stripper whose number she had gotten the night before. Oh, okay. Pretty nice. Uh, Like I said, wild weekend. I quickly dismissed this because there's no way she would have done that with James and me in the room. I know for sure I was not suffering from sleep paralysis because my response was to roll over and try to ignore whatever was happening. Hmm. I was then facing James in the other bed, and it looked like there was a dark figure kneeling over him and choking him. Oh, yikes. Logically, I rolled over the other way. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Because I had no idea what the fuck else to do. My mistake. By the window, I saw a a figure moving that looked like a slim man. I stared at him, and even though it was dark and I couldn't see a face, I knew he was staring back at me. Yeesh, that's the worst fucking feeling. Fuck, that's horrifying. At this point, I was panicking that there was an intruder in the room, the alive and human variety, so I tapped Sarah and asked if there was someone in our room. She bolted straight up and said no. I turned on the light and no one was there. I checked the bathroom and the closet just to be sure and we were definitely alone. None of us heard a door open or close, so no one had been in either. Hmm. James was barely awake and brushed it off. Sarah, however, said that she felt like someone was with us too. We convinced ourselves that we were most likely half awake and it was nothing, so we could go back to sleep. In the morning, we talked about it further, and Sarah confirmed again that she felt a presence in the room but brushed it off as sleep paralysis or something. I agreed but told her that I could definitely move, but maybe it was my imagination. She had an early flight, so that was the last we talked about it before seeing her off. After she (laughs) left, James and I went to get some food. Keep in mind, all I had told him up until this point is that I felt a presence in the room, mostly because I didn't want to sound crazy, and I was still somewhat shaken by the experience. Right. When James and I were talking, he casually mentioned that right before I had turned on the light, he felt someone choking him. Oh, that's worse, because she did not say anything. Holy fuck. I almost blacked out on the spot. <laughs> Yikes. Later that day, I looked up some information about the hotel and found some sites suggesting that it was definitely haunted. Apparently, there have been a decent number of deaths in the hotel, and there have been reports that the pyramid section was haunted. I even found TripAdvisor reviews from customers that got upgraded rooms because of reported haunting experiences. Oh, well, good to know for next time we go to the Luxor. She goes, wait to wait until our last night, ghosts. Right. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually a good point. Yeah. That's actually a good point. Yeah, let's stay there next time. Okay. You know, the big pyramid. Oh, right. <laughs> Who really knows? Well, that's all I got. I am a skeptic by nature, but I like to believe in the supernatural because I think it makes life a little more exciting. That's me. Also, I love you guys and your podcast so much. I feel like you are distant friends. Oh, that, that you meant of each other. <laughs> I was like, yeah, me too. I mean, this table's pretty wide. I'm <laughs> Uh, I feel like you are distant friends and you care so much for your followers, even though there are so many of us now. We sure do. We definitely feel the love, even from across the country. Keep up the great work and stay spooky. Also, see you in Milwaukee. So excited. Valerie. All right. I mean, gross that you're getting, your buddy's getting choked. Your buddy? Boyfriend? No, friend. Friend. She was in the bed with Sarah and their other friend, James, had the other bed still spooky the thing that he was like no there was nothing and they just went back to bed and the next day he's like weird i did feel like someone was choking me and she just saw fucking someone choking him (gasps) no no thanks so spooky yeah and i think if i felt that at all if i were like awake enough to recognize it i would wonder if it was a real person or a ghost Mm -hmm. you don't know sometimes i imagine well it seemed like she really thought people were invading their room like super terrifying i like how she just rolled over <laughs> I, I i know 
She's like, nah, never mind. <laughs> I guess you don't like none of my business. Yeah. My friend's getting choked to death. I wonder, I like, I feel like I don't know how I would react. Right. I feel like I'd be like, who's there? But maybe James was snoring too loud and the ghost was over it. Just like fucking shut up for one second. Yeah. Could be. Anyway. All right. Well, thank you guys for your stories. If you want to uh, submit your own personal true crime and paranormal stories, you can email them to, and that's why we drink at gmail.com. Yeah. And put an interesting subject line. Yeah. Because I feel like that gets more of a, a, a draw. Yeah. Um, although, oh wait, no, <laughs> this is Eva's email number and it says listener stories. That's <laughs> just hers. Not, um, I don't think I read the subject of the second one. Did I, I lived the beginning of a cheesy backwoods slasher film. No, you did not. Oh shit. That's a good one. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> yeah. Right. A good subject. We love that. Uh, I forgot to mention, um, the, the one f- Kate from, uh, the, the pickaxe one, her subject was, I lived the beginning of a cheesy backwoods slasher film so that's like quite quite a story um yeah send us your stories we love to read them and i think we started 2019 off pretty strong yeah thank you guys thank you except for the part where i yelled at you about the elvis song but i think i was just really confused oh i mean when are one of us confused (laughs) never (laughs) always never i don't know um all right well thank you guys Thank you very much. We will talk to you in February. And that's why we drink. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.